Hey, it's Bill Simmons. We're not just reacting to the NBA playoffs on my podcast. We're also doing it on the Ringer NBA show and the Mismatch podcast. They are coming after some of these NBA playoff games. Check it out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights on the Ringer Podcast Network. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's roll, baby. Happy Thursday, one and all. It is the Ring of Gambling Show, East Coast Bias. We're back. By popular demand, ready for game one of the NBA Finals. Well, it's pretty obvious, fellas. I think the audience knows what direction the triple threat is leaning in when it comes to the series as a whole. But now we get to dive into this game. We've been waiting like a zillion years for it. You boys ready to go? Yeah, we're born ready. Let's get it. <laughs> it's a very scary position here this week, JJ, because we've had all, all of this time to ponder to contemplate, to get the metrics lined up. And now I have very firm conviction as it relates to game one. And I'm, I'm always nervous when I get so, so confident about something. I know that, that there's something that's surprising that's going to bite me in the butt, but I'm feeling very confident on about game one, JJ. I like that. I'm feeling very confident as well. And in case you're wondering, Golden State is favored by four. I'm looking at a total right now of 213 and a half. And I think you guys probably could tell the direction I was leaning in going into this particular game where I know a lot of the numbers and a lot of the analytics over the last few years do not necessarily favor teams that played game seven. Now they got to go and play game one on the road. I don't care. And I'll tell you this, boys. I hopped on Raheem, your former employer's website, to take a look at the public money and, you know, the the money as a whole. And, you know, they show like the splits of like all the guys who you used to work at your network. 
everybody and their mother is on the Warriors over there. That makes me feel even better about the Celtics tonight, dude. Anytime I see 11 or 12 dudes or gals all lining up to go in one way, I love the idea that I could play contrarian tonight, fellas. I love it. <laughs> Raheem, go ahead and calm him down. Calm him Look, down a little bit. I don't care who the public is on. I'm about all of my reads. And my reads say the Warriors are going to win this game. I think the Warriors are not only going to win this game, I think they're going to take them into the deep waters and drown them. Look, I already gave you guys the game seven stat. Teams coming off of game seven are 32 and 51. That's 38%. But when you look at the Warriors in game one, like, they're dominant. Look, I mean, look, at home, they're 9-0, straight up 7-2 and against the spread. They're winning games by 14.6 points per game. And then if you look at their game ones throughout the playoffs, they won by 16, 30, and 25 points. The Warriors are 21-2 and in game one during the Kerr era with Curry, Draymond, and Clay. And look, you can just go ahead and lay the points because when you look at outright winners in the NBA Finals, you're 41-2-2. and That's 95.3%. I love the Warriors in this game. All the trends backing. We can get into some of the basketball reasons why later, but I, I got to hear what you guys have to say about why you like the Celtics because I, I just don't see it. Well, I think House is going to be riding with you, full disclosure. That's just my gut feel. I've known him <laughs> okay. for four and a half months. I, I have a feeling. House, is that feeling uh, legitimate? Of course. I, I like math. I like the odds when they're on, on my side. And, you know, uh, Raheem just laid out the perfect case. A couple other... Nuggets, speaking of his former colleagues over at Action Network, Brandon Anderson had a bunch of nice stuff that, that Raheem uh, presented. Also, 9-2 and two against the spread, uh, the, 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 the Golden State Warriors in these game ones as a home favorite. Uh, they cover by over 7.5 points. I mean, everything leans in this direction, and there's a, a good reason for it. It is because Golden State, in this iteration, this version of this team, is a smack in the face. They come out and punch you in the mouth. You don't have an orientation. Now, the thing that is so wonderful about this series is the adjustment and adaptability of Boston. They've shown incredible resiliency throughout these playoffs. Boston, by the way, lost both of the, the game ones in each of these two previous series. I just love the extra rest that Golden State has had. I love the experience of Golden State in a finals. These guys have all been home for a week. And even with the the onslaught of the media um, obligations lately, they had a bunch of quiet days, days where they could be with their family. I mean, we watched Steph Curry walking out of the golf store with a full sweat a set of, of, of his irons, probably tuned up a little bit, no calibrating. These guys are living their best life. I'm on Golden State. Money line, I'm on Golden State with the number. I'm on Golden State every which way, and it's not a small wager for me. I love this. I love this because yeah. normally we like to be a united front when it comes to these particular games when it's possible. This is just not the case for me. I'm buying a rush factor with Golden State. Golden State played a bunch of teams in the postseason so far this year that were just not up to par. I'm sorry. That's just all there is to it. Memphis. Good story. Feel good story. They lose Morant later on. Denver was a joke. Don't get me started with Denver. It was a one-man show. And Dallas was the team that was lucky to be there. So, like, now they, they are taking it up a notch in competition, and that's fine. We're not going to have consensus. We're not going to have agreement on this particular game. And, Raheem, you do like the—the the one thing I want to say is you're on the cell. I saw your Twitter earlier today. Yeah. 
You are on Boston to win this series. Yes, I agree with everything that you just said, about, except for the rust factor. I agree with everything that you said in regards to Golden State not playing top-level competition. However, I think in game one, teams struggle to get adjusted to all the motion and all the movement that you see with the Warriors' offense. And I think it's going to be the same thing here. Look, you look at the Boston Celtics. What are they doing game one? The last two game ones, they lost game one against the Milwaukee Bucks. They lost game one against the Miami Heat. They're coming off two straight game sevens. And I, I, I weigh that game seven trend heavily. And it's just like with the Warriors, the way they move the ball. Like, if you, I cut up some clips from second special, but I didn't necessarily post them. But if you watch that first game against the Warriors, there were clips in which they left Steph Curry wide open. And I think getting adjusted to Steph Curry running around screens, it's a tough thing. And I think you notice that as the series goes on, that that Golden State Warriors offense tends to slow down. And there's some prop bets that I like that is actually correlated to what you to what you see with the Golden State Warriors slowing down. It's like when you look at their offensive rating in game ones this postseason, they're scoring 120 points per one of possessions. So I just think the Celtics, they're going, I like them to win this series. But I just think they're going to struggle initially. House, let me ask you this. Do you think this game comes to this direct correlation? Celtics and the under, Warriors and the over. Do you think a Warrior win means this total probably ends up on the right side of the over? I I don't like the total. I, I, I just, it's a stay away from me until I get to see what Golden State has in store in terms of its game plan for attacking the Boston defense. I don't think that I'm not prepared to make that that correlation because the 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 you know it it could be the game script that that I kind of imagine here. And JJ, I think you're kind of onto something in terms of the Celtics, but I think you're the way what I would try and persuade you if I was in your wallet is to try and do everything that you just described as first half bets. I would have I would try and persuade you to make a first half money well, line bet. Well, it's funny you mention that. Remember the Miami game This is one. it, buddy. This is what I was going to make the same to point. Game 1 in the conference That's right. finals. Boston played a fabulous first half. That's right. Peyton Pritchard was hitting a ton of shots. The Celtics looked very sharp. Then Jimmy Butler happened in the third quarter. Yep. I am yeah. not opposed to maybe splitting some of my action tonight. I'm not Getting off my Celtic wager. I might even <laughs> sprinkle the money line as far as I'm concerned. But I can maybe uh, split the pot a little bit and get involved with some first half wagers. I like that logic, buddy. Yeah. Just just, just to, to, you know, take you off of what I think is the risk. And, and I'm glad that you mentioned that third quarter. I mean, Golden State during this title run since 2015 has been the most dominant team in the entire NBA regular season and postseason in the, in the third quarters. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but especially in, in the finals, they've been extraordinary, I believe, um, as a third quarter performer. But um, I, well, why aren't you taking the lesson from that Miami game, JJ? How are you hanging in there on the Celts? Um, I just think they're going to be ready to go here. I okay. do. Maybe it's a gut mm. feel. Maybe it's just me, like, you know, stepping up with a feel play. You know, like sometimes you, you, it's a feel play. I think the Celtics game one maybe learn from their mistakes of the prior series. And, like, my thing with this team is they're not an older team. So I'm not, like, necessarily concerned about the fatigue where, like, the the, the Milwaukee series into the Miami series, that was a super quick turnaround. That was, like, a yes. Sunday 3.30 game. And if I'm not mistaken, they play, like, a Tuesday at a clock game. You're right. 
They yeah. were in Sunday to Thursday. I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, these, these are physical specimen, for goodness sakes, boys. I'm not concerned about fatigue. I'm not. All right, well, we're not going to get there in terms of the, the game outcomes. Um, and I'm not... I, I kind of like a little bit of the idea of the the plus money on the Celtics money line, um, perhaps in the first half. But I'm just worried about um, Golden State coming out and and just running the Celtics up and down the, the, the basketball court. Are you debating an alternate spread tonight, House? Mm, I haven't dabbled in that market uh, very much because I was I got very deep into the player props and was trying to find um, two or three player props that I like, so I did not really mess with the alternate line market. Is there some something in there that's catching no, your no, attention? No, 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 I was, I was just throwing it out there. If you were very confident in the Warriors that you were going to say to hell with three and a half, let me take them to win by double digits tonight and at least get them, I don't know, like plus 270, 300. I thought I maybe you'd go there. I probably will. I just, you know. See, I still, inspired you. What can I say? It's the early part of the day. We, I, I still have my final uh, betting to make, so I, I will be in that alternate line market looking for a, a tiny bit of value, but I, I like some player props out here. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. All right, let's get to the player props. Raheem, I'm going to start with you. I, you were you were chomping at the bit. Oh, go ahead. Before, go ahead. before we go to the player props, I do want to talk a little bit about the total. Um, we have seen some movement. This opened up at two ten and a half. Yeah, it's got all the way up to two thirteen and a half. You got fifty six percent of money all over the over, and you got sixty percent of the public all over the over. I'm not really in love with the total, but. I do think we could see some points tonight. I'm probably not going to take it. I never want to show up late to a party. I'm, I'm really big on getting the best of the number, but I do find that interesting that you're seeing the public and the sharps all over the over. But I'm not surprised by that, though, Raheem. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody wants to bet on this. You know what I mean, dude? Who wants yeah. to Who wants to, who but, wants to bet on this? I think the surprising thing is that you're, it's more so surprising because you have the number one defense in the league in the Celtics, and then you have a Warriors team who was second in defensive rating throughout the regular season, but they've slipped a little bit in the postseason. They're, they're giving up one, a, a 111 points per one of possessions in the postseason. So I do see, I can see both teams putting up some points, but let's get the player props. All right, let's start with you. What did, okay. what did he, give me two that you really like tonight. Okay, so I have two. I like Clay Thompson under 20 and a half points. When you looked at the way that the Miami Heat, they defended Max Struess, they, they made sure that they didn't come off of him at all. And look, Clay Thompson's going to have to probably guard Jalen Brown. He is an older guy. He's not the type of guy who can put the ball on the, on the floor. And I think they stick to him like white on rice. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't see him getting a lot of those three point opportunities. So I like his under now with me, liking his under that means somebody else has to score for the Warriors, especially since I like the Warriors. I'm looking at Jordan Poole over 15 and a half points. He's hit this number in nine out of the last 16 games. The Warriors are nine and one in which he scores 15 points or more. And in the one game he played against the Boston Celtics throughout the season, he put up 29 points. Now, I know Steph Curry got hurt in that game, but I think earlier on in series, 
you start to see Jordan Poor has really performed really well. And I think as the series goes on, he'll probably struggle. Now, I think I expect the Boston Celtics as the series to go on to hunt Jordan Poole. So the Golden State Warriors, they are one of those switching teams. So they're going to be looking to hunt him. And, but at some point, Steve Kerr might realize that he's not playable. But I think earlier on, they're going to be going to him. So I like his point total over 15 and a half. I'm in agreement on both of those for what it's worth. Uh, I like the Clay Thompson one more, to be honest with you, House. Like if I was going to say I'm playing one of those two, I'd probably lean the Clay under a little bit more. Just And I get the logic there with basically zigging and zagging, buying it on pool and selling on Clay Thompson. But I, I feel like I can't get in on any over-warrior prop that I consider what my lean is for the game. I, I just can't do it, House. Oh, so you know what? I have a complimentary perspective in terms of a player prop here that also works. See, I worry about the impact. There is a, a relationship between Clay and Jordan. It's the point that Raheem's making. But that, for me, that's too much variance. That pushes me in the direction of a different warrior. And I'm all over Andrew Wiggins. Andrew, mm. Andrew Wiggins in the conference finals averaged over oh, 37 minutes a game. He was over 45% from the field. He, he took 15 and a half, uh, more than 15 and a half shot attempts. He took over five and a half threes in uh, 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 attempts. He averaged 18 points and he averaged seven rebounds. So I like a Andrew Wiggins as the potential beneficiary of the way that I'm imagining uh, the Celtics defending the, the, the Warriors and trying to slow down Clay. And I think Wiggins is going to be the beneficiary of some nice open looks. I think it's going to be a very similar kind of script to the Andrew Wiggins that we saw against Dallas. So I'm on the Wiggins over 15 and a half points. You have to lay some juice. It's minus 122 for Wiggins over 15 and a half points. But if I don't, I don't have a game script in mind where he's taking less than the nearly 16 attempts that he took in the conference finals. I think, you know, that his confidence has been buoyed. I think he's absolutely looking forward to the challenge of defending Jason Tatum. And I think that helps his offense. I also like him making over one and a half threes. That's a nearly even money. The reason that I like it is because it's nearly even money. It's minus 106. Big variance for him. His three-point shooting percentage was down in the conference finals, but that's because he went 0 for 7 in game five. But otherwise, he had, he had uh, three three-pointers in each of the first two games, and he's taking over five and a half attempts from three. So I like him getting two threes, and I like him going over 15 and a half. Okay. I got two for you, boys. Both are going to be Celtic-related. Both, unfortunately, are going to be overs, which I hate doing because betting overs is usually not a winning proposition. But the first one I have is Marcus Smart over 14.5 points. And the reason I'm going in on this is I expect that in game one, the priority for the Golden State Warriors is going to be Jason Tatum and it's going to be Jalen Brown. Therefore, I think Golden State is going to be very content giving Marcus Smart a lot of the opportunities and a lot of the looks he got in the Miami series. And I know it might be boosted up a little bit because he's going to have those looks and he's going to have those shots. I'm going to say that Marcus hits a few of them. I didn't want to go near the, the three-point market with Smart, but I'm going to go over 14 and a half points. Is at minus 118. The other one I'm going for. Now, this one, I, I wanted plus money. I'm not going to lie. Like, if I was giving out a second player prop, I wasn't laying juice with two of them. So I'm going to really get a little creative here. 
three-point market. Derek White to hit two threes. What do you think I'm getting plus money at, guys? You're probably getting it around plus 120. House? I was going to guess like like uh, 110. No. Plus 164, guys. Oh, wow. Plus 164. Everyone on the under, I'm, I'm in on this. I'm in on this because, again, I think my strategy now with these props in game one is Golden State's priority, the big two. So, therefore, there are other opportunities for the other guys. I know getting plus 164 is probably going to be a tough sell for you guys. You might be thinking, oh, that seems a little too good to be true. But those are my two. I'm going over points for Smart. I'm going over threes for Derek White. Okay, so, all right. I'm going to address the Marcus Smart one first. I actually like that one just because, well, actually, I'm a little torn. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Golden State is going to be leaving Marcus Smart wide open. Um, We've seen that in the regular season. My only concern is that he's going to be the primarily primary defender for Steph Curry, and that could wear him down. So you think he's going to be out of gas, basically, in the second half of this game and won't have legs? Okay. That's the thing that scares me about that, but I do like it from a perspective that the Golden State Warriors are going to allow him to shoot the same way they're going to allow Derek White to shoot. My problem with the Derek White over threes attempts is that he's only taking 3.4 attempts per game and he's making about one three a game. So, you know, by my calculations at plus 164, he has to, he has to go over 38% of the time. And when you look at his shot profile, I think he's gone over, he's went over how many times in this playoffs? He's went over one, two, three, four. He's went over four times in this entire postseason. So it's just like, are you comfortable with that? Well, I think you're banking on the fact that those shots are going to be there for him. And I think they are going to be there for him. That's that's kind of my thought process there. And again, you're paying for it because those numbers back it up. Hasn't happened nearly enough. That's why you're looking at minus 210, basically, as the under. They're taking that into account. So, I mean, right now, he's going under four out of 17 games. So, you're looking at, well, that's about 23%. And they're paying you. You need to break even 38% of the time. So I'm going to say no on this one. But right, I'm going to wish you the best. I'm going to wish you the best of luck. I'll, I'll take and, plus. And, listen, a plus money prop, though, I'll live with it. I, I will I'm live with the, the results. The one thing I will say, though, is that Derek White, look, a couple years ago, and in, I think it was in 2019 with the Serrano Raptors, Red Van Vliet, he had a baby. Um, before that, he was having an abysmal postseason. As soon as he had his baby, he started making everything. I mean, in that series against the Milwaukee Bucks, he made everything. In the NBA Finals, he made everything from three. I think we're seeing the same thing with Derek White in this postseason. But so, I mean, from that perspective, I like it. But when I look at the math, I mean, he's only done this 23% of the time in the postseason. And your break-even rate is 38%. I, I, JJ, you know, I love you and I love the, the optimism. And I actually like the game script of white, um, getting, you know, a, a lot of run in this game and also, um, getting the touches. So I, I wish we could bet, um, over on number of three point attempts that would, I, I would feel more comfortable with. <laughs> so you feel better about makes. the attempts than you do the makes. All yeah. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, and, and part of it, um, he has through the 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 um conference finals against Miami 
he really came into his own. Like we, we got a version of Derek white that was like very mature. He, he, you could see his confidence growing because they um, had confidence in him. They gave him extended run. He had 41 minutes uh, in game five. I think it was, um, and and you know he he uh, earned it and and his his defense was up to the the same level. I just don't want to um, jump in on 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 the that um, the three the odds aren't there for me. Yeah, I don't you know like what it is. I, I I I think JJ is onto something, but I think he's approaching it the wrong way. At least in my opinion, I think his point total is, is eight and a half. I would rather play his point total over eight and a half and hope they get a couple let's of twos that. and free throws. Yeah, yeah because let's listen. do that. That's, his shot, his shot profile just doesn't like. He's not a three point shooter. Like I mean, like this is a guy who's he was shooting twenty seven percent from three this season with the Celtics, and he's shooting twenty seven percent, and he doesn't take a lot of threes. He's making but they one are going to be there though. That's the difference, though. I think they're going to be there. So if they're going to be there, they're going to want you to take them. But okay, for our SGP, which we need to put together, and we're not going to get consensus on the game, and we're not going to get consensus, I think, on the total. We have to go exclusively here in the prop market. So we we have to figure out a way to do this, gentlemen, to the best of our ability. Yeah. I mean, with, uh, I think, yeah, I, I would rather go with a Derek White over eight okay. and a half points as okay. opposed to the threes. All right. Yeah, well, what's well, that number? Let's get this parlay going. Okay. Yeah, let's get it going. We're, that, that one I absolutely agree with. So here we go, gentlemen. For player points, for Derek White, eight and a half, even money. Eight and a half. Yeah, I, I like that one. All right. Uh, so, Raheem, what do you want? Clay Thompson under and do you want both of your plays in this SGP? Or you just want one? No, because I don't want two chances to mess this whole thing. Up. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go with the Jordan Poole prop. Let's go with that. All right. So we're gonna Jordan Poole for fourteen and a half house. So we're on Derek White over eight and a half, and Raheem wants the Jordan Poole over fifteen and a half. That puts me in a tough spot because of the two props involving Andrew Wiggins, I prefer him over 15 and a half. You have to lay the juice a little bit. Um, but I, I, if I have to choose between the two, uh, may, maybe the right play for the parlay is Wiggins over one and a half threes. And you take the idea that there's a tiny bit of a regression opportunity because he shot over seven in game five against Dallas. So it'll come out a little hot and may, maybe drain a couple. He'll have those great looks at the beginning. So Wiggins over one and a half threes made at minus 106. That's my angle. All right. So if we go with these three, white over eight and a half points, pull over 14 and a half points, mm -hmm. Wiggins over one and a half threes, that three teamer is basically paying six to one plus 571. My only caveat to that, fellas, do we feel better about me throwing Marcus Smart in there as opposed to Derek White? I, I like your smart prop. And I, like I, that's a question I want to ask you because are you comfortable with Derek White? Because you came up with Marcus Smart and we're doing yeah, this as a I team. Liked, so. Well, Smart was the first one I gave out. I was just intrigued by the crazy plus money value on the threes. So if we end up going with Smart there, okay, we end up going with Smart. That would now make our parlay, mm, it's still plus 530. And I feel better about it, to be honest yeah, I'm, with you. I'm a big fan of going with your gut. And it's just like, we're doing this as a team. So, you know, go with your gut, your first pick, as opposed to, you know, pulling something out of a, or trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat. 
I like it. You know, that's a good East Coast bias kind of uh, uh, price, too. That's how we like to get down here at the ECB. You, JJ, you know how we do it. Absolutely. And listen, anytime you could get an SGP, even when we have disagreement on the game at plus 534, that is the East Coast bias. Three-teamer, not getting cute, not beating around the bush. Pool over 14 and a half. Wiggins over one and a half threes. Smart over 14 and a half points. Boys, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, you know how we do this always. Which one of these guys is going to F us? Uh, me, Who's- of course. Me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes. I mean, because. No, I, 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 think- I like. I think that smart one is is really good because I also like him getting to the free throw line. I, I like him trying to penetrate a little bit. Yeah. I, I like all of these. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm. Like, See, Raheem is game one. He's got all that uh, unbuoyed enthusiasm. He's ready for, for us to go make some money for all these people. Well, that is the idea. The three-teamer is in. I love the two of you. I wish you nothing but the worst, though, on your Golden State pick. <laughs> unless I end up hitting a little bit on the first half. Then, House, I will give you all the credit in the world. Fair enough? Okay, good, good, good. Send me a note. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest you with do. you. JJ, I don't need the luck. You need it more than me. <laughs> well, see, well, see, I am wearing my win luck of the Irish hat. Maybe very uh, a, a little bit of a, a sign and a, paying a little homage to the Boston Celtics today with my shamrock on a cap. Just saying. Just You're going to need it, bro. You're going to need it. <laughs> we shall see. House divided here for East Coast Bias. We'll get you ready for game two of the finals across the board. Great work, Raheem. Great work, House. House, by the way, if I end up hitting that first half, Maybe a little margarita mojito money for you. There we go. Uh, for the golf course this weekend. Take Maybe. a picture and just send it to me. Let me see it. Venmo. I'll always Venmo. Out of the kindness <laughs> of my heart. Good work by Mike Wargon. The boys are out. Enjoy game one. Be good, everybody. <laughs>